Yo, 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 what's going on? This is Jersey Drake. Hi, this is Rihanna. Hey, what's up? This is Ludacris. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. You're, you're rocking with the best. Promo Kings Radio Podcast with, with, with Trey Styles. One, two, one, two, one, two. It's your man, Trey Styles, your favorite promoter, favorite promoter. You know how I do what's going down on a Sunday. I'm always bringing in special guests to rock with me on Promo Kings Radio Podcast. And today is not different. I got the homie in the building, homie on the line right now because we social distancing right now. Got the homie on the line, Mel Gates. What up, boy? What's good, family? How you doing, man? What's up? What it is? Ain't shit, ain't shit, ain't shit. We about to get this call going and shit. Let all the people all over the world know about you and shit. You didn't deliver me some hot bangers. So I got to give you the props on both of those records that Late Night Love and that Get Em, I'm really rocking with. You know what I'm saying? I really, you know what I'm saying? Put some light on on those records on my radio station over here. I 
appreciate that, man. Shout out to Promo Kings Podcast Radio. Shout out to Trey Styles. Oh. I appreciate this opportunity, my dude. All day, all day. Like the the whole purpose of Promo Kings Radio Podcast is just to deliver, like, you know what I'm saying, for the cu- culture. All my hip hop artists, they really don't always have a platform just to get on and get their music played in their interviews. So that's the purpose of this show right here. Where, that's or, a fact. where you from? I'm from Brooklyn, New York, born and raised. BK Stand Up. My cousins is from Farragut Housing. Growing yes, up, you know what I'm saying? I would be dealing with my cousins in Farragut. I got cousins in Queens. And that's I'm from Jersey. You know what I mean? I'm a Jersey boy. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I was um, raised in Jersey, then I moved back to Virginia. So back and forth, I got, I still got family in Jersey, and um, like I said, in Brooklyn and Queens right now. So all day New York stand up, shit. Yes, sir. Growing up in Brooklyn, sh- know what I mean, born and raised, boy, you got hella stories. Home, the yeah, home man. of the notorious. Know what I mean? Yeah, man, crazy. Shit, I didn't even know the um justice lady, um Supreme Justice lady that died, um Ruth Batter. I didn't even know that she's from Brooklyn. That's where yeah, they get. Yeah, I, I heard that shit today. Yeah, that shit fucked me up. I was like, that's the where that um notorious and shit came from or whatever. You know what I mean? So they was paying homage to Biggie. So I like, yo, how cool is that? That's crazy right there. Yeah, how long you been making music? I've been doing music uh, strong for 20 joints. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like that. I can hear it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I can tell, you know what I'm saying? You ain't like no like no um, new artist, no just, um, just get on auto-tune. I can tell, you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm from the hip, I'm from the culture, bro. I was, I've been right, in the right. game since 96 as a marketer rep for Def Jam. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I did. So all those upcoming Def Jam records in the 90s, I did yeah. all the marketing for in this Virginia market, DMV area. Okay. So, okay. I mean, so that's that's my background as the marketing street team rep. Know what I mean, yeah. for like a lot of different labels and shit. I'm what these young guys would call a throwback rapper. Nah, nah. I, I had I had a flow though. I had DB Elias Christ up here. I got DB. Okay. Uh, yeah, DB Elias is on the show. You know what I mean, you go back to some of my few, um, few um like earlier shows. I had DB Elias out here. And you yeah. know, you know, DVL's been on mad records and shit oh, over the years. Definitely, I'm, I'm definitely a fan of that guy, man. I, I love his work. Ever uh-huh. since the smooth and the hustle. Yeah, the all that, days, all you know? that, all that. Yeah. Man. I mean, my crew can't go for that and shit on yeah, another professor. Yeah. That's the yeah, homie. Big shout outs to is and all the other Brooklyn um rappers want to come up and shit. Brooklyn got the wave, man. Like, rest in peace to Pop Smoke, but yo, it's about. Yeah. Brooklyn was about to be shaking, boy. You know what I mean? It was about to be shaking, shaking, shaking. Like, you know what I mean? Because I think, like, like um, Pop, you know what I'm saying, continued on where Bobby Smurda lot, uh, um, left off at. You know what I mean? Man. And then it just continued to grow from there and shit. Pop Smoke was a powerhouse, man. He was he was about to do something real crazy. Real, here, real, real, real crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? We also got to... No, see, we ain't got a knowledge, but it's, it's also another dude from Brooklyn that and that ain't getting a lot of love right now. No, I'm saying if that dude wanted to jump on the record with you right now, you saying yay and nay. <laughs> I mean, I jump on the record with anybody, man. Shit, that's that's big. That's big. A lot of people kind of 
just standing for it. I'm talking about six nine. If six nine hit you, would you jump on the record? Um, from a from a business standpoint, maybe. Okay. You gotta separate mm-hmm. business from what people do in their personal life. Now I could dig that. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, and that's an honest that's an honest response right there. I'm just thinking know, more. I don't, know, than, I, don't know the, I don't know the guy personally. I don't mm-hmm. believe everything I see on mm-hmm. social media mm-hmm. or entertainment media. Yeah, facts. So, I'm I just. Really, what I think, you know what I'm saying, like I said, that's an honorable, you know what I'm saying, response right there. I'm just thinking that when it's kind of how that industry works, when that industry pulls back on you, you can hurt yourself by getting caught in that in that, in that crossfire. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things that you really got to think of. Like, doing business, you could be like, yeah, I'm jumping on it. And then, like I said, he going to always have his core fan base or whatever that's going to continue to support him. Like you said, because a little 13-year-old white boy in the suburbs that like his music, he ain't going off the same street code as everybody else. You feel me? It's just music to him. But when you jump in the line of fire, especially when you got a whole, you dealing with, you know what I'm saying, the game world and all kind of elements or whatever, then you got to kind of evaluate and sit back and be like, yo, is it worth it? Because sometimes, you know what I mean? Like cats are black ball, you know what I'm saying? The 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 up and coming artists, like which would you be the up and coming artists if you was to fuck with him? You know what I'm saying? They they know it'd be easy to black ball anything that you got going on other than touching him. You feel me? So you know what I mean, when it comes to the record going across the DJ stand or going into the clubs, you gotta like I said, it's business, but still, you know what I mean? If a DJ ain't fucking with the morals and it and the cold and shit, then then this gonna make it just a hardest a harder process to get the record done. You know? Musically, we wouldn't have nothing in common. Yeah, but that was just my own personal thought about yeah. the situation. Yeah, but um, yeah, I know, think we, I think all that we, shit we, out. We like, yep, we like ten to fifteen years. Yeah, gap space. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, but I mean, he reached out. He reached out to Gilly the Kid. He wanted to do an interview with Gilly, and Gilly was like, he wasn't really feeling it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so like it's it's just it's just one of them situations you really gotta the de- evaluate. I can't tell yeah, another man how to do their business, but you gotta really evaluate what's the outer layer of it. Know what I mean that you can get yeah, caught sure, up in. You know, perception is everything. Yeah. Right now, he's being perceived in a really really bad way. Yeah, facts. And 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 the more he opened his mouth, he really don't help it. Yeah. It's crazy, you know what I mean? Because no, it's it's it's, it. it's just so crazy when that industry blackball you. It blackball you from so so many different angles. Like so, like if an artist might not be thinking, I'm gonna jump on this record, I'm gonna get bagged, I'm gonna get all these sales, and like everybody gonna scream my shit because I got old boy on the record. Know what I mean? But then you get them on the record. Know what I mean? You don't even and your shit don't do that do that well. Know what I mean? And the prime example, his his shit did great for any other artist, but not great for him and his perception. You feel me? Right. Know what I mean, so the numbers wasn't the numbers. So when once you're a, a, a big artist, and then you start seeing those numbers decline like that, you gotta know it's outside shit other than business that's affecting it. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't be out here trolling that hard, portraying to be that gangster, mm-hmm. and then turn around and take down a whole crew. 
mm-hmm. and then get out and still try to portray a little bit of a gangster. And that's crazy. Shit, I heard, I heard fucking Brooklyn looking like little Compton and shit out here, man. Niggas is ganging out there like that. Yeah, Brooklyn is a little wild right Yo, now, especially during this. Uh, every time I, yeah, oh, it got you. You think it got uh crazy during the pandemic? Oh yeah, the murder rate is up crazy in Brooklyn right now. So in New York City in general, period. But Brooklyn is definitely crazy right now. What you think caused all that? Now I mean, niggas just being confined for so many months. Um, and I then think, when it when they open up, niggas is with hand. I think I think because of being confined. And, and and then on top of you know once they said you know they started sh- chanting defund the police oh yeah yeah they, they they took they took certain police units off the street they they moved the gang units off the street and they, oh you know, once Kat, shit once Cat realized you know there was no gang unit there was no this there was no that it's like you know hey it's lawless it's, it's lawless oh <laughs> man you know man that's crazy so, that is true you know what I mean because when they say that people don't really look deep into it damn that is the gang units and. Any other right. little units that was put together. You know, they got to watch how they moving out here. Because you, know I mean? mm. you ain't got no whole task force that's, that's paying nah, attention I mean, to that. Yeah, you ain't got nothing. It's fair game. It go down daytime, morning time, mm. noontime, church time. And it, 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 you know, it don't even matter. Damn, that's crazy. Shit, what's the best era of hip-hop? I already know what you're going to say, but I just want to hear it come from out of your mouth. I mean, the best era of hip-hop is definitely... uh. 90s into the early 2000s, I already, the late 80s. I already knew you was to say that. I was like, he a real, he a real MC. Know what I mean, he come from that era. Know what I mean, I know he gonna say the 90s and 2000s. You know, and shit. I'm, a, I'm an LL fan. You know, I feel like he the goat. Big you shout know, out most, to, big shout out to Uncle L. Yeah, most, right? most people, most people like to argue with me about that, but yeah, but I think I think L always should be put. In the top ten conversation, but he he's not always put into a top ten conversation. But I definitely believe I wouldn't say I wouldn't put L in my top five, but I definitely put him in my top ten. Know what I mean, and then because you got other artists, you got your Rock Kims and your Big Daddies, and that list start getting quick. It's like almost impossible to say your top five because it really like in people different people's minds is like. Cause somebody in LA would they top five be the same as somebody in New York? People don't never really break that shit down. You really don't know. Or in the Midwest, would that top five be the same as somebody in in North saying in the South? Like no like so when they giving out these top five lists in these in these major lists, it's like who is coming together to put together this list? Cause you got people from all over the world. So would that person understand? I think they should make it like a top 20 list. Yeah, because you know? then you could kind of expand it all through the mm-hmm. north, east, south, mm-hmm. west. But when mm-hmm. you're saying top five, you got to try to get five artists to put in a list that's from all over the world. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you bias, because a lot of times they say Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas already right. in that top. You know what I mean? Five, so they are. that's already three spots already taken up. And honestly, man, you know, like, like, for those, I mean, you can't even put those guys first because, you know, you got to give it to the people that laid the groundwork mm-hmm. first. Although I know of today's hip-hop, people always name them. Even back That's in the 90s, they was naming them. Like, yeah. they was you know? naming them shits, like, in the thing. Like, that list, I think that list started, when, when that record came out, who the best Biggie, Jay-Z, and uh, 
What what year was that? Ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, somewhere around there. So they they already came up with that list about like ninety five. That list was yeah. the list that was in the, in people's heads. But like I said, that was only what we was hearing on the East Coast or whatever. Right. We don't know what somebody a kid that was growing up in comp in the, the Crenshaw's top five list. I, I guarantee yeah, it would probably be different. You got Rash Cash. Yeah. You got your Cubes, you got your NWAs, you got your Dre's, you got your Snoops. So, like, that list could go way different out there. Shit. What do you think is um, a better situation right now, in independent or major? What would you feel the artist would, you know, once they get a better chance to do what he need to do right now? You know, that's a good question, man. I think, I think at the end of the day, it really depends on who you're talking to because if you look at it, if you go major... You got the machine behind you, of exactly, course. Exactly, exactly. That's what I try to explain. Oh. If you if you listen to my first, uh, 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 previous shows, I explain that. That's exactly yeah. right. Yes. So if you go major, you got the machine behind you. If you go independent, it's the longer route. But, mm-hmm. you know, you get to keep 100% everything. Mm-hmm. So I guess it depends in that moment what the artist is trying to do. Because I've, I've been asked that question several times myself. I'm mm-hmm. more independent right now. But everybody always say, yo, if you had a chance to take a major deal, would you? And I say, why not? Yeah, cause you know you're gonna get the, you know you're gonna get the machine, the extra. But like now it's like coming from being a marketing rep in the in the nineties and in, in the two thousands. Like I said, I've been around the game, so I've been around when the budgets were different through Def Jam, and the budgets were different through Atlantic Records or whatever. All the way up to the top to the to when checks dried up. Like I've been from the beginning to the end, like. When Serato came, when when they started talking about Serato before anybody knew what Serato is, they put all the reps on the conference call all over the world with Def Jam. And and we found out what Serato was right then. <laughs> so basically, it was like help the Skelter come in, bro. You know what I mean? Right. They was like, yo, this is this new shit called Serato. Like, this is how they explaining it. You know what I mean? All the DJs right. are going to be doing it. We ain't going to really be sending out no more vinyl no more. This is what they telling us. So we kind of seeing the end... In demise right there coming as we speak. Right. Then everything slowed up. No more, no one say then it went it sprinkled down to the to, to the posters and the snipes. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, we used to get you know you going to New York. Know what I mean? Yeah. So you already know about the posters and the snipes yeah, all over the over the, the So the labels <laughs> the labels got no one saying got cheap and say once everything was starting to go digital, they feel they don't need to do that. But I'm kind of bringing all that other shit back. I come from and I see how effective it is. And, and in certain markets, when I go to different big events and big concerts, I see that shit still exists. You know what I mean? But now it's just like I said, it's the independent artists or independent label niggas that got to request that t- that certain type of shit. But visuals right. is visuals. Right. If you got a massive amount of people outside and then you got a big ass life size, like 10 foot tall walking through the crowd promoting your, you feel me, your project, everybody going to be talking about it and it's going to be a stronger impact because we got cell phones now. Coming up, when I was doing it and sniping, we had the disposable cameras and shit. So then we got to get them disposed and we got to send the shit. So it's a hell of a longer process or all that shit we could do right now if a nigga got some crazy promotion. Niggas right now could see it all over the world. So... It's making yeah. shit a little bit easier for the the ad 
not just the digital, but you still got to be physical out there in the streets and, and yeah. shake hands or whatever. But a lot it's, of young boys feel like I explain, I talk to them, but they feel like they don't need to do that. Nah, you 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 hitting that head on the head on the spot because you think about it, like you said, it's cell phones now. So when people cross a snipe, post it up. Yeah. First thing you're gonna do is snapshot it. Yeah, and this will go not, everywhere. Not to mention if you set up the snipe with the barcode on Come it, on. so that way to take them directly to where D- they want to see. Directly to it. Directly to it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Somebody yeah. walking past the past the pole, they could like. But like, yeah. it's just the element. Is you gotta understand the visuals. It's still important too. A lot of people, Absolutely. a lot of people fight with that because, and, and I don't blame the young generation and niggas want to come up young, like because they wasn't around to see it. You know what I mean, yeah, so they yeah, wasn't around yeah. to see the impact. So yeah. they can't visualize going on, pulling off an interstate or going through going through projects or through the hood and yeah, poster yeah, boards and sniped all the way up to the top of the building. And don't say that's how we got to know when the album was dropping. And then they wasn't just doing this shit a couple of days. They would be doing this shit for like a month. Know what I mean? Promoting the same album for a whole month. Know what I'm saying? Every day you driving, you going to the corner store, the bodega, anywhere you going, you seeing snipes in the posters. So, like, I'm out. I'm out to really out to bring that type of like that type of lifestyle back because mixed with. That's so physical copies. Yeah, of yeah. CDs so imagine what it could do. So imagine what it could do with screaming now and shit if you do it the right way. Know what I mean? Right way, you're right. Yeah. So this is different shit with this shit, bro. That's why I say I'm definitely shit about to open up a little bit. I'm about to be on the road everywhere. All my I got artists all over the world right now that I'm dealing with. I'm at 150 episodes, so. I'm gonna nice. be I'm gonna be jumping in that whip everywhere. Nigga got like say you got a project or or album release party, all you gotta do is let me know ahead of time. I'll come host it. I'll come right. do live broadcast from the radio station and all that. So right. know what I mean? So now we can get crazy with it. So anything that you got going on, definitely keep me in the loop, bro. Oh definitely, man. Just waiting for the world to open up a little bit more yeah. to to flex a little bit. But um yeah, you already know, because like I said, I'm be all over. Know what I mean? What what um major artists would you do a collaboration with right now? Oh man, right now, who who I'm really listening to right now that I like? You know what, man? It's crazy because um, <clears throat> I it's it's a it's a few of them, man. Um, Az is one of my favorite artists. Mm, that's dope. That new Nas album is insane. Come on, King's Disease. Let's go. <laughs> Hit boy, let's um, go. Nasir Jones, let's go. Yeah. Queen stand up, what up? Yeah, Queen stand up, man. Rick Ross is one of my favorites from the South. Rose always is gonna deliver, boy. Um, mm-hmm. I had the honor. That's my first plat- platinum album that I got in my crib right now. It's off of Thug, Thug Motivation. I handle all the promotion for that uh, album in, in every market. That was like basically training school on how to really get in the street. Because Jeezy, when he signed to Def Jam, he already had a buzz as far as like street-wise. They already had their own product because he had the collaboration with um, Drama. So when Jeezy signed to Def Jam, him and Drama had already had the mixtapes against the Grill mixtape going. So what they did is collaborated with the label and sent sent out probably like close to 5,000 CDs to every market. I'm talking right. about I'm talking about pals and pals of CDs 
and 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 not just the CDs. They did they sent out probably like about a thousand um snowman shirts to every market. So they budget was stupid. I mean, so they budget was able to supply boxes and boxes and boxes to every street team in every single city and state. Know what I mean? So that's what made the impact so strong when it comes to Jeezy and that whole movement. Because not just Atlanta, but all over the world, up and down the East Coast, all wow. through the South, they had a street team in every market. Know what I mean, I was in charge of Virginia. So, like, I'm pretty much, with, with that type of product at your disposal, you're giving away shit to everybody. I'm talking about to the mailman come to my house. Nigga, here's a, a snowman t-shirt. McDonald's driver. Like, niggas at McDonald's, give me an extra fry. Yo, I'll grab it and back. Here's a Jeezy t-shirt. Like, so, I'm just, so that, yeah, so that's the, that's, that's, they really went hard on far, as far as, like, breaking Jeezy, you know what I mean, project. Yeah, I want to do something with LMA. Um, it's it's a few. It's a, That's few a dope comment. I love her sound. Yeah, LMA is dope. Um, Usher definitely want to work with Usher. Is dope. Oh, you naming greats? Um, yeah, man. Um, Mary J, one of my favorite on um, B female artists of all time. I love to work with. Mm-hmm. Buster. One of my favorites. Buster got a rec an album out right now. It's stupid. I got the song. Yeah. If you go to yeah. my if you go to my episode, I think it's my Friday night episode, Mayhem Friday. He got a record with Anderson Pack up there. I debut. You gotta go check that. Oh yeah, I heard that joint. That joint is bananas. Yeah, that's yeah, just stupid. That joint is bananas, man. Yeah. Bananas. What's the um hardest part of being an independent artist? Uh, the hardest part is basically financing yourself, honestly. Exactly, I, I believe that too. That you know I think, I, mean? I think Especially. without that obstacle, I think if all independent artists was rich, it wouldn't be no fucking problem. Yeah, like, I mean, especially considering the fact, like you know, especially when you are actual independent mm-hmm. artist that like work. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like yeah. I ain't gonna get up here and be like I'm a dope boy because nah. like I really don't. I really don't do that. Um, so that's the hardest part about it. You know, juggling your day to day, paying your bills, and then you know, still trying to do that. So that's that's really the hardest part about it. But far as making the music, um, I got to produce my producer. I've been dealing with him for these twenty years. I've been working. So so you got the relationship um, then. Yeah, yeah. So we we set up in the basement. We we been bought equipment a long time ago. So we record everything. Everything is uh, self contained. Mm-hmm. So we don't have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. And um. But that's just basically it, just the financing part, you know, you know, getting the promo out there and doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I believe <laughs> you know, that too. That, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, should I say, scammers out there mm-hmm. that know that artists out here that's trying to make it. So they they they, they set up the fake presentation really well to sell you so-called promo stuff, and you know they they just be out taking people money. Yeah. So you got to deal with that as an independent artist as well because. You can't really tell who is who when you're trying to get something done. So you kind of like take a gamble. Well, you can. Game. You just gotta go with the old, the the OGs and and let them be the the references for a lot of stuff. Now you gotta kind of go, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's the mm-hmm. easiest way. You gotta go. You gotta go deeper into the situation and True. find out because that's how they used to do um, with Def Jam and shit. You know what I mean? If it be an artist in my city that might make his name. To New York or whatever, mm-hmm. they'll call me straight there, straight 
they'll call the radio station first and they'll call me. Like, you ever heard of someone, so and so making noise out there in V8? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I heard an old boy or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or, or I, I haven't heard of him, you know what I mean? It don't discourage me. I keep working. I keep trying to come up with different ways. I keep just making records and all. Uh, you know, you just got to be in it to win it. Just got to keep pushing however you got to do it. Mm-hmm. On the come up, you feel that you get a lot of support from the people around you? I always kind of hear different versions coming from different people on the come up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like a lot of times, like, your family might be the ones that, that kind of Normally, talk more against it because they can't see the vision. So, absolutely. So, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. Your family so, always talk more against it because it's like if it ain't coming in now, yeah, it, it, it's, it's not existing. And that's sad. Them. That's sad, right? Like, and it's sad because, and that's the main ones you are gonna take take care of when uh-huh. you when you get the shit right. But you gotta go yeah. through the most. Now, I mean, the the like because they can't see the vision. So, and a lot of times. I break it down and I and I talk to different older people and different people. A lot of times it might have been something they, they wanted to do in their career that they couldn't achieve those goals. So now it's just it's just the it's not it's like it's almost like defeat. They felt defeated in a situation, so they don't want to see you go through the defeat or they don't want to see you go through that same type of disappointment, but you gotta let every individual be the individual. Like something, yeah. a blessing that's for somebody else it might not been the blessing for you. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. you can't always, so you can't say that it can't happen. It wasn't just for you. You feel me? You know what I mean? So that's why everybody not a millionaire in the world. You know what I mean? Everybody wasn't designed. It wasn't set up for everybody to be a millionaire in the world. You know what I mean? But that's why I tell people, man, this is, I, this, 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 this OG always told me the same. He said, look, man, Quitters never quit. Yeah. How, how will you know what it feel like to win if you quit? Yeah. And the funny thing is, I always think about it. The day that you're about to quit, what if the next day was the day of the come up? Absolutely. Imagine how that's whack that would have been. You know what I mean? That's, that's, <laughs> a, man, that's, that's a real thing. Yo, man. that's some real shit. You don't know how close the shit would have been around the corner. The that. next morning, you know what I'm saying, you might have just received a phone call that might have changed everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you just gave it, you just broke it down. Now it's kind of hard to even get in the position. They called you and now nah, you didn't throw away everything. Know what I mean? Your rap book, you didn't throw away your rap book or your CDs or your DATS, USB drives. And they call you the next day and be like, yeah, I need you to bring all your uh, completed album in by five o'clock. And we got like a fucking $5 billion deal for you and shit. And you got nothing backed up or nothing. So it's a wrap. I mean, yeah. shit. I, I'm looking yeah, forward to hearing this new project, bro. You know what I'm saying? You gave me these singles, but what's up with the albums and the EPs and the mixtapes dropping? Um, you know what, man? Um, actually, man, right now I'm trying something totally uh different that I've never done before because I've done mixtapes in the past. Okay. So right now I'm dropping a record every week for the next twenty weeks. Okay. I'm just trying, trying something. Is out. that turning into an EP? Huh? So can we at least hear an EP by like Christmas time or something? Like oh, oh definitely. I'm yeah. I'm putting together that now. I'm putting okay. together a EP. I'm putting together two EPs actually. But in the process of putting that together, I'm gonna be having singles drop every week. Nah, that's smart. That's smart. That's smart. Because so, once out of all, of, especially when you dropping them and sending them to different DJs, 
every DJ might not like one particular record, but if you giving them a certain amount of records like that, then they got a choice. There might be some shit they love. One person might like it on the West Coast, and then the other person might like it on the East Coast. So it varies. It varies. It varies. Give your social. Give your. Yeah, you never know who's gonna like. Everybody got their own, you know what I'm saying, type of vibe that they fucking with. Uh, make sure you give all the people your social media and your booking information. Uh, for booking information, you can hit me up at teamgates at yahoo.com. Um, you can reach me at Instagram, Real Mail Gates. Uh, Twitter, at The Real Gates, T-H-A, not T-H-E. And um, those are the platforms I'm on mostly. You know, I don't do Facebook, really. I don't really be on there, so... I appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you taking out your time rocking with me. Like I said, this is Promo Kings Radio Podcast. And I had to get you on the show, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. You be easy out there, homie. Yes, sir. I'm a holler. One. All right. On lockdown. Yep, yep. Well, here's a DJ that's got the jams on lock. It's Trey Styles Promo Kings Radio Podcast. Uh, yeah, right, uh, like this, yeah. I like the way she walk, I like the way she talk, like the way she smell, baby got on Chanel, Mark Jagger bag with the Mark Jagger shades, Ferragamo seats in the blueberry rain, she do her own thing, Wall Street broker, loved her from the very first day I'd approached her, we went out on a few late nights, dinner in a movie we used to get right, then it got deeper, every time I meet her, look into her eyes, boy you should see her, most beautiful thing in this world, at some point I knew I had to make her my girl Met her at the crib Up in a condo Boston Celtics Versus Chicago After the game I threw her on the table Kissed her from her neck Way down to her navel A hell of Whoa. a night if I'm coming over I'm ready to wild out Just wanna know if You ready for the late night love You ready for the late night love You gon' be cooling Stretching and screaming Cause I want your body That's a good enough reason You ready for the late Late night love on the top of the roof Late night love in the Porsche Panamara Give it to you deeply as I put it on ya Late night love in the back of your range Drive you insane with your nice little frame Close your eyes while I entertain Whisper in your ear, I be talking to your brain We can take a cruise, hop the same timeless Then fly right back around it the Bahamas, me and you, baby, we be in and out of state. Back to the crib, lobster and steak. Though you want to dress up, girl, I'm a stretcher. Treat you like the gym, I'm a bitch pressure. We can get it on to the early morn. Late night loving, baby, we can turn it on. A hell of a oh. night, I'm coming over. I'm ready to wild out. Just want to know if you're ready for the late night love. You ready for the late night love. You gon' be cooling, stretching and screaming. Cause I want your body, that's a good enough reason You ready for the late night love You ready for the late night You ready for the late night love Open up, girl, you know my touch So get
On the spaceship, go downtown so good I can taste it. Got a toast curl, mommy going crazy. When she stand up afterwards, she wasted straight to the kitchen. Eggs, turkey, bacon, harmony, grits, boy shorts, ass shaking. Come back up, she like, nah, I can't take it. I have a good night, I'm coming over. I'm ready to wild out. Just wanna I just know wanna if you're ready for the Cause I want your body, that's a good enough for you 